0: guys. So yesterday in the intro to this series, we started talking about what to do when your emotions flare up really big and you just don't have the capacity to change your thoughts, take effective action, or problem solve the thing that's in front of you. In those situations, you need to take your focus off your external environment and put your focus on your internal environment. You need to decide how you want to think, about the thing that is currently happening inside of you. And yesterday, I gave you four unhelpful ways that people often think about the thing currently happening inside of them. And when I say unhelpful, I don't mean that it's a stupid way or morally wrong way, or even that it's an unhealthy way. I call it unhelpful because it's creating more of something that you don't want. These ways of reacting cause the thing that's happening inside of you to get bigger and bigger. And you just don't want that. So it's not about measuring up to some external third-party standard of goodness or smartness or wellness. It's just about figuring out what gets you to the goals that you have for yourself. What creates the life and the experience that you want? So after I gave you the four unhelpful ways that people usually react to what's happening inside of them, I told you I'd give you three more helpful ways to think about it. And by the way, I've changed my mind because I'm actually going to give you four more helpful ways over the next few days. So let's jump in to more helpful way number one. If you can get your legs waxed, you can manage your stress. So let's take a big uncomfortable emotion like stress or fear. You can think of that uncomfortable emotion as being made up of three separate components. Component number one is the thoughts. This is the part where your brain goes off to the races, coming up with hypothetical scenarios about what's going to happen next, what they're going to say, what they're thinking about you, what you should have done differently, all that stuff. Component number two is physical discomfort. This is your heart racing, your stomach flip-flopping, cold sweats, shaking hands, all of that. And component number three is urges to do things. This is the part where you feel really driven to work for two more hours, or to lay in bed and do nothing, or to reply to that email ASAP. You feel like you just have to do that thing. And today, we're just going to think about the physical discomfort component of it. Because right now, you are highly conditioned to feel just a little bit of that stress-related physical discomfort and jump to reacting in one of the four unhelpful ways I talked about yesterday. But here's the thing the physical discomfort component of a big emotion is actually not that bad. It's not fun. It's not like a great, like fun time experience, but you've definitely experienced more discomfort or even outright pain and you haven't run from it. So the example I like to give people is getting your legs waxed. I don't enjoy getting my legs waxed. It is not a fun experience. And yet I don't punch the wax technician in the face and run out of the room screaming. I stay through the whole appointment. At the end, I go to the front desk and I book another appointment. Why is that? There's lots of uncomfortable physical things happening when I'm getting a leg wax. Just like there's a lot of, there's a lot of uncomfortable physical things happening when I'm feeling stressed at work. The only difference is that I think differently about those uncomfortable physical sensations. During a leg wax, I think things like, okay, This is happening it'll be done soon this is fine i can handle it this used to hurt more i'm glad it doesn't hurt so much and then i just let go and accept the fact that this is happening and you can take those exact same thoughts and feelings and apply them to the physical discomfort of a strong emotion and if getting your legs waxed isn't a good comparison for you Think about other physically uncomfortable experiences like walking around with wet socks, being outside in the cold for 20 minutes without a jacket, carrying a heavy toddler around for an hour or two, getting a vaccine, getting your blood drawn, doing a tough workout. You've done physically uncomfortable things without running away from them. So think back, What did you think and feel in those moments that caused you to just be okay with the discomfort and keep on going? Because that is exactly what you need to think and feel about the physical discomfort component of a big emotion. Like I said yesterday, the goal is not to make the big emotion disappear or to instantly feel better. The goal is to not add even more fuel to the fire and to give the emotion space to resolve itself in its own time. I'll talk more about what that means tomorrow. But for now, go out there and practice this technique three times in different stressful moments and see what happens. Because here's what I think you'll find. You'll find that the physical sensation of being stressed is actually not that bad. You can accept it, stay with it, and write it out. I think you'll also find that doing the mental work of staying with and accepting the physical sensation keeps your brain occupied so it doesn't have the bandwidth to run away with hypothetical scenarios. And I think you'll find if you can stay with the physical discomfort rather than running from it, it won't feel so necessary to follow your urges to do things. You can just hang out and feel a little bit uncomfortable. You don't have to do something right away to feel better. That's your lesson for today and come back tomorrow for part two. If you can eat Thanksgiving dinner, you can manage your stress and guys, let me tell you why I happily give away all my best ideas for free. There's no concept, no framework, no exercise. That's only for my paying clients. If you follow me online, you get everything, but here's why you still need a coach. First customization. If you're listening along, I don't know how your brain is reacting to my ideas. If we're talking, I can see your specific reactions immediately, your objections, your counter arguments, your yes, but, and your what about, and that resistance and arguing is not a problem. That resistance is your exact pathway to getting to where you wanna be. And if I can hear your specific resistance, I will know exactly what to tell you next customized to your situation and your brain. I'll say, let me explain it another way. Let's try another concept. Let's take this angle instead. How about this? Addressing and resolving your resistance is the way that you get there. And it's much faster and it's way easier when you've got me there to help you. The other thing that hiring a coach gets you is commitment. Investing in a coach is an investment in yourself. It's a commitment you make to dedicate a certain amount of time, effort, and focus to achieving the things that you want to achieve. It's about going from the few minutes a day, I'm kind of thinking about it level to the dedicated hour a week, I'm making this happen level. You can listen along and you can think that's cool for a really long time. And there's still a lot of value in doing that, but it cannot compare to the next level transformation that's unlocked when you make a commitment to yourself to get it done the last thing a coach gives you is follow through. This is where people stumble when they're going at it on their own. They start applying the concepts, things are going pretty well, and then they run into a challenge. How you respond to the challenge is the determining factor for whether you'll be able to do the things you want to do and create the life that you want. And when it's just you on your own, it's easy to hit a challenge, decide this isn't working for you, and just stop problem solving. When you have a coach, giving up is simply not an option. I already know that you can get there, that everything you want is possible for you. There is not a single doubt in my mind that the life you want is right there waiting for you to grab it. And the only reason that you wouldn't get there is if you stopped trying. And when you're working with a coach, that just never happens. It simply can't. Because no matter what, once a week, you get on a call with me and we sit down, we analyze what happened and we decide what you're going to do next. It's as simple as that. So let's get started today. Go to the link above and book a free coaching consult.